1: I'm Angela Kokot sitting in for Alex Pearson, and you are listening to On Point. Since Russia invaded Ukraine, there has been a lot of focus on the fact that Canada has not met its NATO commitment to spend uh, 2% of our GDP on its defense budget. My next guest believes we might be thinking about shifting that focus Dr. Adam Chapnick, Professor of Defense Studies at the Royal Military College of Canada, joins us this evening. Professor Chapnick, thanks so much for joining us tonight.
0: My pleasure. Thanks very much for having me.
1: Just remind our listeners where this whole 2% figure came from. Has it been around forever?
0: I. Uh, there- about uh, About twenty years ago, the countries of NATO maybe it was a, a little bit more recent than that made a commitment made an aspirational commitment that everybody would would spend two percent of uh GDP on defense uh, It was sort of a way to call to account the fact that uh, NATO countries had started to spend less and that they needed something to gather around and, and sometimes these political statements create some pressure on countries to measure up because if there's a standard you can be held to account for not meeting the standard the the percentage itself is is somewhat arbitrary and that it, it doesn't uh, 2% of your gdp doesn't necessarily defeat russia or it doesn't necessarily provide poland with a, enough defense if russia decides to to attack there as well but it was it was a number that the the most the significant powers were already spending and that it was felt that it could push some of the powers that weren't spending as much to get there
1: And ever since, uh, you know, for the last few years, I almost feel like it was former U.S. President Donald Trump who even started talking about this percentage. But we have seen that what Canada, remind me, is it 1.3 or something like that of our GDP for our defense budget?
0: we're We're closer to one point four right now. Uh, we count it a little bit differently than we used to. Uh, we We count it more generously now, but that said that we are using more more of what NATO uses to count it. I mean, it's very tricky because some countries will count what they spend on veterans. Some countries will not count what they spend on veterans, uh, veterans health care, military health care. it can uh, it can go up and around, but our official number right now is about
1: 1.4. and when we look at the thirty members of NATO, Uh, Are quite a few of them falling in line with that or falling down or short of that?
0: Well, right now, we are approximately the fifth lowest of NATO's 30 members. Not everybody's at that 2%, but we really are near the bottom in terms of of our ratio.
1: All right. So... Do we pull up our bootstraps, spend more money, or as you mentioned, 2% is arbitrary? It, it, it doesn't matter how, if you get to 2%, how that actually occurs, because it, it doesn't necessarily mean you're putting that money to a good use as far as supporting NATO's efforts around the world.
0: Yeah, so so I think I should be clear. I do think that we need to do more on defense, But one thing to keep in mind is that if we doubled the salary of every Canadian Armed Forces member tomorrow, we'd be spending 2% of uh, of, uh, our GDP on defense, and we wouldn't be doing any more for Ukraine and any more for NATO or any more for anyone. So it really does matter how you spend the money, and it also matters how good your troops are. our spending, not nearly close to 2%, did a lot of good in Afghanistan. And sure, we could have done more if we'd spent more, but our less than 2% was much more appreciated than some of the other allies, more than 2%, who couldn't do what our troops were doing. Uh, I won't you know, name drop allies who disappointed because it's, it's not all that polite, but I can promise you that our troops were very much appreciated in Afghanistan, even though we weren't spending as much.
1: So I'm hearing that it's not so much this percentage, it's what you are doing with the money that you do have in the defense budget, especially when you said, okay, we could just double everyone's salary and you'd hit 2%, but you still have the same number of uh, members in the military. So uh, what should we be looking at then?
0: So I think uh, there are two things. On the pure defense side, first of all, I think we can do more in terms of we could have more troops. Um, Our ships are old. Our tanks are old. We don't have all the equipment that NATO would appreciate if we had. We could buy more stuff. But we're not very good at that right now. So even promising more money, it will take us time to ramp up our procurement process, to improve our recruitment and retention processes. So we could do both of those. But the thing that I'm most concerned about in this discussion is that when you fight a war or even when you defend territory, it's not just about the military. You need diplomats as well. Um, you need humanitarian aid, and humanitarian aid doesn't come out of the defense budget. So if we just ramp up the defense budget and we don't, t- we don't uh, consider how much additional humanitarian assistance we're going to need to be able to provide, we're going to have all sorts of problems down the road. Uh, this was an issue in Afghanistan, where our departments didn't get along, uh, because we didn't treat them as a cohesive whole, and, and we separated them out. So to me, we should really be having a conversation about spending more money on security. And defense, although it's a major part of security, is not the entire security package.
1: Well, And that's so important. I mean, as you say, uh, the humanitarian side of things, and that has been highlighted in the last four weeks in Ukraine, when you start to see refugees fleeing the country, uh, Canada saying, here's what we're going to do. But is that that may not be part of the equation when really what we are doing to help future military efforts?
0: Yeah, I think we need to we need to understand that defense is more than just guns and bombs. It's a huge part of what defense is, but there are other elements and when we talk 2% of GDP, we miss that. So yes, we need to spend more on defense, but we also have to spend more probably on all of our security and we need to think of security as a package. If we parcel it out, uh, we're likely to neglect part uh, of of that package and it's it's really an all for one thing. You need the whole package in order to contribute effectively on the world stage.
1: Go back to Afghanistan, and you talk about uh, we need to learn lessons from Afghanistan. So is that one of the key ones, or what else can we learn from our involvement in Afghanistan that we could take into future conflicts?
0: Uh, I think uh, if we go back to Afghanistan, we found a way to procure more efficiently. And it would be nice to get back to a a more efficient procurement process. Admittedly, when Canadians are losing their lives, we seem to find a way to to make bureaucracy more efficient. But there should be some regularization that we can take from that. Uh, We also began to recognize towards the end of the conflict that we need our diplomats, our aid workers, and our military speaking a similar language and working towards similar goals. Uh, that's something here right now, it it feels to me like we have a defense conversation and then we have a refugee conversation and we we have them separately with different people. I don't think that's the way that we need to be thinking about these things in the grand scheme.
1: Mm. Could this backfire, this whole 2%? uh, And I think in your blog, you rightly pointed out that conflicts can have a huge impact on a country's economy and that could then backfire as far as uh, maybe a reduction in spending?
0: Yes. Uh, I, one of the big problems I have with the 2%, and it's a similar problem with our, our foreign aid. We're supposed to be spending a 0.7% of our gross national income. and It's the same thing, is that in a time of conflict, uh, quite often it, we can have problems with the economy. Supply chains can suffer, and as a result, the, the economy can move into recession. Recession, by definition, is, uh, is a decline in the size of your GDP. So if you believe that this 2% was this godlike figure, then if your economy went into recession, even because of a war, you would cut your defense budget because your economy would be smaller, so you would spend less of your, your, uh, you'd spend less on defense. Uh, that, that isn't really the way we should be thinking about things. We should be thinking about what do we actually need to do, how much does it cost, and how are we going to come up with the money uh, to pay for that?
1: I would never want to say that the situation in Ukraine, uh, a slight positive is we're starting to have these conversations that the federal government and countries around the world maybe have been ignoring. And so even this is a great conversation. Um, Adam, would you agree this is uh, another lesson that we have to learn that we've got to do more when it comes to how we spend the dollars in our defense budget and not just how much?
0: Well, I think that what's happening is we're getting a reminder that defense and security aren't just these abstract things that we talk about in hypotheticals that really don't matter. I think Afghanistan is making the fact that the world is sometimes quite a scary place a little bit more real, that there are some actors out there that don't act in good faith. And that we have to be responsible in liberal democracies in the way that we come to manage that. I mean, if we have to latch on to that 2% just for something, I I, I can understand uh, from a political point of view. But hopefully the seriousness of this conflict will allow us to get past that diplomatic number and, and talk about real needs and interests.
1: Professor Chapnick, I really appreciate your insight on this tonight. Thanks so much for your time.
0: My pleasure. Thanks very much for having me.
1: Dr. Adam Chapnik, Professor of Defense Studies at the Royal Military College of Canada. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to On Point.